Hey you guys, hope everybody's doing good. It is Monday um, and I thought I would do a update um, just on, you know, how things have been going, um, how how training's been going and, and all the rest of it. Um, you know, I, I guess I left you guys last time. There was um, little bits going on. I had some physical issues that I, you know, needed to pretty much just get sorted, allow them to settle down a little bit. Um and you know that that I'm probably gonna look back and um complement those two rest days as, you know, you know, perhaps the most important days of this entire build up. Um and you know it's been a it's been a pretty good build up. Um things just probably came together quite well like going to font was a super decision and um committing to that and and then once i got the font like you know really really committing to the training in a in a in a good way and being confident to push in sessions harder than maybe i have before and and confident in the long runs to you know run faster long runs than i've ever ran before and things like this and it's not like it's not like I haven't been known for solid long runs or known for good sessions. So that sort of tells you what level um you know we were we were training at. It was it was really, you know, quite a quite a special camp and um quite a lot of good training sort of got done up in front. So, you know, since I last spoke I had the bit of an issue with my right I'll say lateral quad but it's it's kind of like the top of the quad um into the hip flexor and and you know I'd done a session on Monday and really didn't feel like I could push towards the end of the session and you know really um felt like I was probably gonna hurt something a bit more than than I'd like to at this sort of late stage in the build-up and so I had to kind of hold back towards the end of that session um which I think was frustrating but you know maybe it it actually saved me a little bit of tiredness um that you know might have carried into the week um and that was followed up by you know a decision to rest for two days um which you know, let me tell you, at, at this point of the build up, is a is a really tough decision because you're essentially accepting that there's something wrong, um, and that is oftentimes harder to do um, than actually taking the rest day. Just that acceptance, like, oh, you know, fuck, there's something wrong. But it's far worse to not accept that there's something wrong crack on as normal and then you know as you get closer to race day you're just you, you it's a double negative yes you might have felt a bit better for a couple of days by ignoring the fact there was something wrong but essentially you'll just run into more bother you know maybe in a week's time or um, 10 days time whenever you have to accept perhaps there's a problem and all of a sudden you have a race in two days so I decided to rest for two days and then I got back to doing some easy running um, I think in the end, I, you know, I was going to rest anyway on Friday. So I moved that rest day to, you know, let's say Tuesday and then Wednesday was um, an extra rest day. Um, Thursday, I should have done some um, 2K reps, which wouldn't have been that tough. But, um, you know, it would have been nice to do that. But I decided just to have an easy day, did an easy run to make sure everything was OK and and. 
um, everything was good and, and I got more physio on Thursday. Um, and then on Friday, I did another easy run. And, you know, I, I basically made a call that if there was no problem on the Friday run, then I would do my session Saturday morning. Um, and the session that I ended up doing was, it was pretty simple. It was six miles at marathon effort um, or, or pace, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then two miles a little bit faster. Um, and it was, you know, it was just... It was always going to be a, a complicated, not a complicated session, but when you've when you've taken some really easy days like that, and and you've had quite a bit of physio, and a lot of the physio I was having was like dry needling, and um, it can, it can just leave the body a little bit like essentially switched off, um, and and you know you're actually getting needles to remove tightness so that certain areas aren't pulling on other areas, but by getting needles and removing tightness you end up feeling a little bit, I, I kind of describe it as like uncoordinated. So um, Saturday was a bit rough. Um, it was pretty windy in the park, like, you know, back to Houston, kind of windy, 17, 18 mile per hour wind. And um, my body just did not feel coordinated at all. So I was actually pleasantly surprised to run, you know, the last two miles at like 440 and um, actually like a 438 at the end. Um, but I, I, I did seven miles in one go. So I did six at marathon pace and then I was doing a mile a bit harder and I was running straight into a headwind and ran 4.42, I believe, or something like that, 4.43. But when I when I sort of got to mile seven, um, I just decided like, you know what, like that'll do. It's been a good day. Physically, there was nothing going wrong. And so then I sort of started jogging as if to jog home. And then I kind of just, for whatever reason, after like two or three minutes of jogging, it kind of felt like the tempo had done me a favor and it had like switched everything back on. And all of a sudden on the jog, I, I sort of felt pretty good. So I flipped and went back the way that I had just came. So I had a bit of a, you know, a tailwind this time. And um, I just ran a mile in 438. And it wasn't it wasn't for fitness or anything like that. It was, it was kind of just to feel... Um, you know, feel good with everything kind of switch back on. And, um, you know, I think it was pretty useful. And obviously it was nice not to be sort of fighting going into a wind or anything like that. But it, I think it was still a bit of a crosswind, but it was much, much nicer than, um, you know, what the mile had been before. Um, so that was definitely worthwhile. Um, I, I wasn't sure what to do over the weekend. I could have rested, but, um, and I'm obviously glad I didn't because that's, that's the kind of feeling you don't want on the day of the marathon. Um, that like not very coordinated and anyone that's had dry needling, um, maybe they've had it once, you know, I had it three times. So I had dry needles Tuesday, dry needles Thursday, dry needles Friday. Um, and all in that sort of same area of the quad, um, lateral quad, um, around the TFL, IT band, no needles in the IT band, obviously, but, you know, around that kind of area. And one of the things about like the body and, and the body physically is, you know, we, we need a certain level of tightness and, and it's actually really important to have a certain level of tightness because that tightness is often what leads to us feeling efficient and economic and things like this. So if you sort of fuck around with it too much, 
sometimes even when you have to because of an injury um it can just leave you a little bit all over the place so um but it was still good like you know the speed was still good and the heart rate was really good so you know the miles that might have been a tailwind or um you know perhaps you know the wind just wasn't beating me up i was probably between 450 and 455 pace at, at you know that sort of marathon heart rate but you know then some of the miles into the wind were 502 503 um but i i, I don't think in london there's going to be any miles like that where it's a you know a 18 to you know or 17 18 mile per hour wind straight into your face so um i think it's looking good all things considered i think it's looking really good and um, my goal my goal that i said on the monday was to be in a position by saturday or sunday that i could do a session and not feel any pain um and you know that's exactly what what happened um i got the saturday and you know did a session and and didn't feel any pain um i'd be i'd be lying if i suggested that I thought it was absolutely 100%, but it's very hard to, it's basically very hard to weigh up what you're feeling. Is it the fact that you've had an area dry needle three times in a week or, or you know, is there still a, still a little bit of an issue there? Um, I, I definitely think it was the dry needles. The, the area that had felt a little bit upset on the Monday, I didn't feel at all. It's 100% gone. It's 100% better. Um, and then the next part piece of the puzzle, sorry, is you, you have to mentally let it go. Um, and I guess that's why a podcast like this is important because you can you can physically get rid of all the symptoms. You can do, you know, I did a gym session on Sunday. I did a tempo session on Saturday. And, you know, if a coach were to ask me, did, you know, did you have any problems? Did it slow you down in the gym? Had you lost strength? No. You know the answer is no to to both of those. So the next part of the um the next part of the sort of recovery from um a little bit of a niggle is is psychologically just letting it go. Um and you know that I think that happens with positive reinforcement. Um you know you go for a run the next day and there's no issues. Um you can walk around during the day and you don't feel anything and and I think that just kind of happens naturally. Um over a over a period of a few days you would probably imagine um but i think the the more time you spend thinking about it poking it prodding it foam rolling it self-massaging it rubbing creams on it rubbing gels on it you're you're essentially just keeping it alive and you and, and then i think the body naturally clings to areas that it you know perhaps thinks is a little bit um beat up or hurt or it goes into sort of a very defensive mode and the body's defense mechanism is to tighten up and it shields itself so you can actually carry an injury longer than it was supposed to last just by focusing on that area and it's a lot harder said than done to just forget about it but you know sometimes it's it's just a case of plan a run that you know you're going to have company you're going to have friends and and all of a sudden you might just find yourself forgetting about it and you know four days might pass and you realize oh my goodness i haven't thought about this in four days so um but look that's that's you know that's that so i i, I thought i would share that just because it's it's what i spoke about in the last podcast and taking those two rest days um everything else is good it's it's a case of making sure that 
I've done enough. I'll do the exact same training this week as I did before the half marathon. I, I think that can guarantee that I'll feel good on Sunday. Like my legs will feel good because it worked perfectly before the half. Um, in terms of everything else, it's you you make sure you have your drinks bottles. You make sure you have your drinks. Um, you make sure that you have mask and tape if you want to strap some gels to some of the drinks bottles. Um, you know, you make sure you have your race kit, you pack your bag. I also order quite a, not like quite a few vitamins, but on the Healthspan website, they do like safe for sport, sports multivitamin. I get, um, some cherry juice because it's good for anti-inflammatory. Um, I kind of do things like this leading into a marathon. I'll buy some iron tablets and, um, you know, just with three weeks to go, I make sure I'm, I'm topping, I'm topping little things up that could potentially have caused an issue on race day. The last thing I want is to struggle in London Marathon because, you know, my iron had been constantly dropping a bit low. Or, um, normally, these are the kind of things that I would check in a blood test. But, you know, it's a bit tough at the minute to book things like that in. And um, so I decided just to order the stuff anyway. And I, I don't really think vitamin B, vitamin Z, C, sorry, like zinc, magnesium, you know, things like this, my omegas. I don't think they can do any real harm. So um, it was probably worth just having some of those stuff in place. Um, I have to say I'm a big, big fan of at nighttime I have... A uh, hot glass of water. So I boil some water. I use the SIS Sleep Plus, which has um, been really, really good. You know, I, I told you guys I wear the Aura Ring. Um, and since and since having the cherry juice at night time, I actually use the Healthspan cherry juice, a sachet of that, and the SIS Sleep Plus um, little sachet. And honestly, like my sleep really has improved quite a bit. So I've been doing that which I think helps recovery. Obviously, sleep's super, super important. Um, a big thing for me is I, I book physio three weeks to go before a marathon. Um, physio's booked in twice a week. Um, I've, I, it's one of the biggest reasons why I left Font-Rameau and why I wanted to be based in a place where I knew I could get regular treatment. I think it gets the body moving better. You can keep on top of any issues that might have crept up. Sometimes it's issues because the training's been tough. I can tell you that probably, I think there's a field of 40 guys, let's say, for example, you know, probably five to 10 of those guys have an injury right now that they don't probably even know about um, because they haven't, maybe they haven't been getting treatment, maybe they don't do yoga. Um, and, and usually it's only when you start getting some treatment or, or you do some yoga that you move your body in different movement patterns. And all of a sudden, you know, you realize that there was an issue um that already existed and and you might not feel it you know on an eight mile run or a 10 mile run or you know you might not even feel it in your pre-race tempo or whatever but the marathon's 26 miles and if there's anything sitting there that could potentially cause you a problem it will find you you know and and i know that can sound daunting and um you know somewhat like i don't know pessimistic but I just have experience. I, I've ran countless sort of marathons now at, at speeds that um that are pretty quick and and certainly when you get to mile sixteen to twenty, you can just end up feeling things that you you might feel it and then you think back to three weeks before and you go, 
oh, I'm so annoyed because three weeks ago, that's what was tight on a long run and I didn't do anything about it. Um, and so I've just learned the hard way that you really need to take care of your business. That those These final three weeks before a marathon are... It's just like business o'clock, you know, it's it's really crunch time and, and you have to be doing all the little things. Might be a little bit more stretching, might be focusing on your nutrition a bit better. I'm I'm trying to eat as much fruit and veg as I can. Um, you know, fresh food, fish, um, plain rice, things like that. Like really, really trying to dial that nutrition, guacamole, avocado, you know, and um just trying to dial the nutrition as good as I can and it's probably something that I should be doing year round but you know we're we're all human and, and we're not perfect all the time but those like these last three weeks if I can work on little things that will that will make a big impact then it's it's really really vital that I do that um and then I, I probably need to, what I've been doing every morning is every night and every morning I've been jotting down a few notes and you know, it's just positive reinforcement. It can be things like, hey, take tomorrow easy. You know, you've only six days to go. Or it can be, hey, you know, I don't want the heart rate going over this on the run tomorrow. Um, and things like that, just to just to remind me, because emotionally you can jump out for a run and you've six days to go to a marathon or seven and you can just get a bit carried away. So, you know, by jotting a few notes down the night before and then the next morning, you know, for those, I've been doing it for these these past sort of three or four weeks since the half marathon, just to, just to remind myself of, of kind of the logic of why we're doing certain things, why, why, why rest days were planned, why sessions were, you know, set at certain speeds um, and maybe it's holding back a little bit. You know, it was, I went and did my last gym session there on Sunday and I started doing my squats and I, I sort of said I would do three sets and I wouldn't go higher than 70 kilograms. You know, I normally do 90. Um, and I finished my second set and I walk over and pick up two, two five kg plates and I was going to bump it up to 80. And I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Put them down. What are you playing at? And I almost decided to only do two sets as punishment. Um, you know, I normally do four sets up to 90 kilograms, whereas um, this time I did three, but, you know, didn't put the weight over 70. And um, sometimes it's tough to hold back. You know, you, we we love to build. We love to gain. We, we love that period of training where you're gaining and you're building and you're trying to get fitter and you're you're almost like it's almost like the squeeze phase but i don't know what's so difficult about you know once you get there not that you've not that you've you know potentially hit your full potential for example but you've certainly gained as much as you possibly can you know with 10 days to go there's nothing i can gain steven scullion cannot gain an extra sent between now and that marathon next Sunday you know and but you can certainly take away so you know holding back in the gym is important holding back on certain runs is important I have a little tempo to do tomorrow I'm definitely going to have to write my notes tonight and tomorrow don't fuck this up don't try to compare it to before the half marathon you know just just do it get it done tick a box go home you know feed up recover Um. so I've got some physio tonight We'll have a look over the body. We'll see where it's at. 
Um, and you know, I'm going to do the same on Wednesday. I'll have some physio Wednesday, and my last two sessions are Tuesday and Thursday, and and that's really important. You know, going into those sessions, having had physio the night before, knowing that everything's in a good place, everything's ready, and and nothing's going to just jump out at you in the middle of a session. Um, so no, you know, guys, I'm I'm going to leave you there. I do, I don't want to talk too much. Um, mainly for my own benefit. Um, but that, that's an update. That's kind of where things are at. It's been really disciplined. It's been a really smart approach. It's it's been pretty stressful, if I'm being honest. You know, the the half marathon, it really <laughs> it fucked me up a bit. You know, as as I'm sure, as I'm sure we all might have expected it to when you run that fast. Um, but the good thing is, is running that fast is massive for the confidence and. Um, but yeah, it, it, it certainly changed things a bit when there was little pains and little niggles that needed needed sorted. But, you know, like I say, I took my rest days last week. I got them sorted and I'm so, so proud that I was able to do that. And now I can just focus on London and, you know, enjoying what, what's going to be an absolutely epic experience. So, um, all right, guys, I'm going to leave you with that. I hope I hopefully do another podcast you know, later on in the week, probably Friday when I've sort of done my sessions and maybe when I'm sitting in the race hotel Friday evening. All right, take care for now. Bye-bye.